This is the CX Insights Rockstars Podcast. And this is your host, Dr. Frank Buckler, founder and CEO of CXAI. Let's rock this show. Hello, everyone. Hello, CX Inside Rockstars. Today, a very special episode because I'm taking you with me on a walk to discuss a topic I'm really passionate about. It is about how we human managers, professionals learn from experience, how we learn basically from data, because data is basically quantified experiences. So and to describe this topic, I developed a framework called Stairway Truth. And the tale of Stairway to Truth starts with where we all look at when we want to uh, learn from data. First off, what, what do we want by learning from data? We want to learn insights. Actually, we want to gather the truth because the truth is useful. Yeah, if you know the truth, you know what you can do to actually do stuff which is in your favor to achieve your 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 outcomes, your uh, goals, right? So where we, where we all look at are facts. And this synonym, facts are basically taken and understood as a synonym for truth, right? And that's probably the biggest misconception and danger, actually. And I like to illustrate now why. So the stairway to truth really starts at facts because everything builds on facts. So we, you need facts to derive truth, but just looking at facts will most probably lead you astray. Why is that? So first off, if you look at one fact or a random uh, number of facts, it typically, it can easily fool you. Example. If a plane crashes, yeah, you see lots of people dying, and you we all see those uh, things in the news all the time. And by looking at these facts, we learn something automatically. You will learn, oh, flying is dangerous, yeah. And from this example, you can really how wrong this is, yeah. Although you 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 see it and you see how plane crashes, it's not so often, but still you got, actually you built uh, the attitude that flying is not something uh, which is easily doing. And so maybe, maybe you are fine with flying, but 42% of humans are anxious about flying and 2% have clinical an anxiety about it. But actually the fact, if you look at the proper statistics is that the likelihood from dying from an airplane crash is 1 to 11 million. And the likelihood to die from a car crash in your lifetime is 1 to 103, depending on your country, of course. So it's 100,000 times more dangerous to fly, to drive a car. It's just a good example, which tells you 
how looking at just facts can totally lead you astray. That instead, of course, what you need to do, you need to sample the facts representatively. So one fact is just a singular extraction from the truth, right? So to understand the truth, you need a representative selection from the truth. So, and that's also here we, we see in, for instance, social media that actually uh, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, Social media does not select the content, the facts by representativity, but it selects it in order to make you engage it, right? So it finds a mechanism which biases the selection of uh, facts. So you get a biased view of, of the truth. So actually what you will learn is something which is totally unrelated from the truth because you look at just one side, side of a coin, right? Uh, and that's called the filter bubble. It's basically, yeah, the phenomenon that effects are not, not sampled in the right way. So now if you have now sampled your facts in the right way, you are, yeah, you are good to build statistics, descriptive statistics about the truth. You can measure the market share or whatever, yeah? But actually, the interesting thing now is that the truth business and decision maker are looking for are not descriptives. So what, what do you do when you learn that your market share is 50 instead of 40? It depends, right? Why it depends? The, the information we are looking for, the insight, which is truly impactful, which is useful, is always a relationship between an action and an outcome. Yeah, so the, what, uh, it's a causal relationship between facts. What could I do to change something? And this causal relationship is not a fact. It is a relationship, it's a hidden a relationship which you cannot observe. You need to derive that from data. So what do we do to derive it from data? Oh, we, we compare numbers, yeah, we compare detractors against promoters, we do correlations and so forth. And I don't go too deep into it, but everyone knows that this is pretty dangerous too, because it leads to spurious correlations. Maybe just an example. Uh, the majority of lottery, the people who play lottery are older people. So age correlates with the likelihood to play lottery. But actually, if you take a, causal, a closer look into the causal relationships, you will find that the opposite is true. Younger people are more likely to adapt lottery playing. So why then older people play lottery? It is because of the biggest driver to buy again another lottery ticket is first habitualization. So they do it every week anyways. So in this habitualization basically takes time. Yeah, so it, it grows with, with age. 
And also it grows with, with the experience of winning. Yeah, if you have ever won, sometimes you, you continue uh, with, with playing. So it, it correlates, but there is no causal relationship. Uh, instead, the causal relationship is exactly the opposite. So, right, so correlation doesn't help uh, either. So that's why, of course, statisticians came up with uh, the idea of driver analysis, right? And the idea of driver analysis is actually that you overcome spurious correlation because many things drive outcomes at the same time. And driver analysis tries to control that, tries to control many different factors which may actually have an influence. So that's the next letter to the stereotypes. But driver analysis has again some shortcomings. It assumes that each driver is independent from each other. It also assumes that everything has a direct impact. It also assumes that uh, it has a linear impact. The more, the better. Uh, so many, many assumptions which are typically not met in reality. But okay, driving, applying it, it's, it's much better than correlation. So because of these shortcomings, the decisions developed uh, structural equation modeling. Yeah, some, some years ago, they called it causal analysis, which now actually also consider indirect effects. So if you do a promotion, most of what it does is not just driving sales. It drives, builds a brand. So there's an indirect cause. Oftentimes you actually see no sales at all, but there is an impact through an indirect thing called brand. <laughs> and this is basically universal. You have everywhere indirect effects and you can only understand the causal implica implication of actions if you consider direct and indirect effects. So that's, that's has been table stake for years, for decades or already, but it was rarely applied because these methods have, yeah, some, some big constraints, yeah. They do not work well with lots of variables, but typically as a reality has a lot of variables, a lot of factors influencing it. It only is constrained to nonlinearities, to linearities, and so forth. So lots of constraints, which are impractical, uh, especially you need to know beforehand uh, how the relationship look, looks like, not, not so much how, how impactful it is, but you need to know the properties, linearities, interactions, uh, the, how, yeah, and you, you cannot mix different scales and so forth. So in, this is now exactly where machine learning comes into play. Yeah, because machine learning now has the ability to adapt itself, to find those assumptions we do not, uh, can, could not answer in the past. It also allows us to mix different scales, binaries versus metric variables, it allows us to discover properties 
non-linearities. So that sometimes, sometimes reality is quite odd. Yeah, for instance, we did this market mix for a pharmaceutical company and then one big driver were providing samples. So, of course, providing samples to medication helps, but only machine learning could find out that if you provide too much samples, it substitutes sales, right? Of course, a doctor needs to do something with his samples. They give it to, to patients and the substitute sales. That's logical, but beforehand, nobody could articulate that, right? That's the, the practicability of machine learning because it can find it without you needed to know everything in advance. So this being said, machine learning now can advance structural occasion modeling, can build a machine learning-based causal analysis. And it is even much more practical, probably also if you are used to it, much, much easier to apply. And this actually then drives business impact. Why? Because it considers the properties of the truth. It is typically unknown. It's complex. It has direct indirect effects. And where we arrive at is the... Um, highest level uh, stage of the steroid to truth. You extract something which is hidden insights about what drives outcomes. The downside is you cannot see it by your, by your eye because what you can only see are facts, but fact is noise. The stairway to truth leads you from noise to truth. When I'm uh, talking about truth, it is, of course, something which could never be achieved because at the end of the day, we can only be just closer to the truth. We can only avoid uh, some uh, failures. That's, that's the whole thing because that's, that's where we are in the business, right? We are not uh, scientists who want to find the, the ultimate formula. We want to be better than a competition. We want to avoid mistakes so we can grow. And that's why the advent of causal machine learning will, will be a big step for businesses, especially when it comes to marketing and sales, because marketing and sales is something highly complex. So you can only solve complex problems if you have uh, methodologies which are uh, the same way complex. But being complex doesn't mean it's complicated. It's rather easy. If you, if you are used to the new way of thinking, you can extract insights very easily. And also from e uh, simple data sources like, like we do with CXAI, we can take the simple data source which NPS service provide a rating and the articulation, the unstructured text about why, right? And this, this then gets percolated through the AI system at first, categorizes what, what has been said in, in a quality of a human categorization uh, specialist. And then this is used into a causal network. 
considering the direct indirect effects, considering nonlinearities, interactions, for one reason. It provides higher valid validity. The, the categorization with deep learning AI is typically double precision as a convention out of the box system. And the use of causal AI has typically the double explanatory power against key driver analysis. So this basically means that the recommendations will more likely drive impact. So this was my little walk to illustrate the stairway to choose. Hope this was useful. And if you have questions, reach out to me. There's also a lot of resources, also a new six analytics master's course starting. It's already available online. Just check it out and see you then. Bye. This was an episode of CX Insights Rockstars. Join the CX Insights Rockstars on LinkedIn and keep on rocking CX Insights.